Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We were mostly, uh, you know, good balance, keep her head still. If, if you notice, he always keeps his head on top of the ball. That was that. one of the things that we worked on a lot was you got to see where you're going to hit. You know What's up, everybody? It's your coach. Welcome to the Coach HP Show. This is episode 79. Episode 79 dropping today, March 23rd. Today, March 23rd, and a beautiful Tuesday morning. Weather in Miami has been amazing. The weekend in Miami was a little rough. The crowd got a little crazy, but the weather in Miami has been amazing. Miami continues to win the pandemic. So big shout out to the state of Florida. Big shout out to Miami. If you haven't yet, please subscribe. This is the number one podcast on the internet that spreads positivity. That's slanging positivity all over the place. Today's guest. I have a big feeling that today's guest will probably be this episode with today's guest will probably be one of my biggest episodes just because of the content, just because who he is uh, with my audience for sure. So many things we talked about that benefit, not the major league baseball player, some college baseball players, but definitely high school baseball players and everything below. So if there's one episode, if you're a baseball parent, or a baseball player in high school, middle school. This is the episode for you. This is the episode of your parent of a baseball player that is anywhere but the big leagues. This is the episode for you. One of my favorite things that my guest talked about was number one, the 24 hour cool off period, the 24 hour cool off period. He'll talk about that, how parents cannot reach out to him. In 24 hours, they can't say anything about the game, nothing. Love that approach. Another thing he talked about was letting the kids after the game come to him, avoiding the horrible card ride home where parents and kids are fighting that are dreaded. My car rides home were a complete disaster. I'll never forget, even in college, folks, even in college, coming back, I'm at Miami-Dade. We played Santa Fe Community College. I got destroyed. I didn't hit anything. And all the way back, driving from Santa Fe to Miami, probably like about four-hour drive, three-and-a-half, four-hour drive. My dad sitting in the front, destroying me, saying that I should be, he's going to call his boy up, that I should be a carpenter, that I should be a roofer, because I'm going to be everything but a baseball player. Then my mom in the passenger seat riding shotgun 
All you care about is the way you look. El looking, el looking, el looking, destroying me. And then third and last but not least, my sister, who a lot of it's not her fault. She didn't want to be there in her little brother's game and travel and all that. Saying, Hector, you're an idiot. Hector, you're an idiot. I took that all the way home without saying a single thing. Do you think baseball seems fun then? It does not. So those things also talked about playing other sports, the advantages there are to playing other sports. Also talked about the advantages of having discipline, the advantages of playing different positions. So the reason why I labeled today's guest probably the most important person in youth sports and if he ain't one he's top five for sure is because he is one of the few there's a million instructors out there and a million people talking about this and talking about that but this guy gave this guy brought to this country one of the greatest baseball players of our era he brought into this country one of the players that has one of the best contracts in sports history he brought to this earth one of the players that has complete 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 around the board athleticism both on the defensive side on the offensive side gold glove record every single time defense that is probably going to be one of the best if not the best third baseman of all time hitting like an absolute monster, un animal, the guy can't be stopped, work ethic through the roof, team player, now different kind of leader, this is a leader that is going to lead by example, he's not a big rah-rah guy, he does his thing, he's always in the cage, he's obsessed with his process, with him getting better, and to reward him, if he couldn't have been rewarded more of everything I said, his son just got traded to one of the greatest franchises in MLB history to the St. Louis Cardinals. Now he's going to compete for a championship. Now he gets to play probably for what is considered the most savviest baseball fans of all, the fans of the St. Louis Cardinals. Today's guest on the Coach HP show is none other than, is none other than Mr. Fernando Arenado. The father of Nolan Arenado. Here we go. Everybody, it's your coach. I told this to him earlier. I think this gentleman right here is the most important figure in youth sports right now for so many reasons. And like I said to him, yesterday on a call if everybody wants to be a superstar more people want to be the father of a superstar so we have one of the few guys that produce a superstar and is now involved still in youth baseball Correct. the one and only what part of Cuba are you from? Guantanamo. I'm? We're gonna do a Spanish, we're gonna do Spanish. I was born in La Villa and Cabaywan. Have you ever been to Cabaywan? No. I've never been to Guantanamo either. <laughs> Mr. Fernando Arenado. How does it feel now, doing what you did, coming from where you came from? Did you ever imagine your life could be like this? Never, never. I, uh, first of all, I want to thank God because of everything that's happened in my life, uh, first and foremost. 
And uh, no, I never thought this was. Uh, our goal, our goal was for Nolan and my other boys to get a scholarship someplace and get an education, which is the number one goal. Then after that, everything else was a bonus. But he, you know, he worked really hard, and um, he has made himself uh, who he is today. Brandon, I always wonder, yeah. behind the player, there has to be somebody that guided you, right? Yeah. Who guided you growing up? Because I know from what I saw in the one interview you have out, yeah. you played baseball, your dad played baseball. Right. Who guided you? Well, my dad plays softball in Cuba, you know, just recreational stuff. Um, I'll be honest with you, no, I just love the game. You know, my dad was supportive, but he was working all the time. So uh, he was uh, he was just a worker, you know. He was a workaholic in a way. He just wanted better the family, better life, and everything else. But I just fell in love with baseball uh, as a kid, growing up in California, Westminster, California. And I grew up with a bunch of friends that are we're friends to this day since the third grade. We've been friends, and we're still friends. And we just play sandlot baseball every day, you know. And from there, I loved it, and I got involved with it, and. Um, I enjoyed it a lot and went to high school, went to a semester in Golden West, it didn't work out for me, college, and then I just started playing uh, some summer ball, where it was in like a men's league. I got to play against Candy Maldonado, Pedro Guerrero, and Salt Lake Park and Huntington Park, and uh, it, was, uh, it was pretty cool, but I was always involved in baseball. Fernando, how involved was your dad? My dad was involved um, not as much as I would have liked him to, because like I said, he was always working, you know, but he always supported us and stuff like that. But um, he was he, he was involved in saying like, you know, make sure you're doing the right things and stuff, be a good person and stuff like that. When you have your kids, yeah, did you go, este va a ser pelotero, or did you slowly put in different sports? How did you think about that? Well, I, I got my boys involved in different sports. And the main sports ever involved was baseball and soccer. And soccer was huge in California because the Olympics, when they were there and stuff like that. So they played club soccer, which is a high level. Oh, and obviously the Mexicans also. Mexican yeah, yeah, the Mexican on. community, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But you'd be surprised. We, uh, his his uh, soccer coach was from, uh, uh, gosh darn, I want to say London area. So he was a European. European. Yeah. He was a European. So they know a lot about soccer right. and stuff like that. So I got involved with that, and then I was working too. Then I put my kids in Little League, and I saw the coaching they were getting, and I just said, you know what, I got to get involved. Okay. And that's when I started getting involved. Did you become manager? No, I became assistant because I still had to do my job. All right. You know what I mean? Okay. But then I became manager later. At what age was he? Uh, well, I had my oldest son, Kuzi, who uh, was, uh, when he was in majors, which is 11 and 12, Nolan was in Triple uh, A, which was 10 okay. and 11. Uh, so you so, started kid pitch. Oh yeah. Went with uh with with the oldest one. With the one. oldest one, yeah. And then with Nolan, how what age was he when you started? Was he doing with kid pitch already or coach pitch? He was uh he was in coach pitch. Okay. In coach pitch. Okay. So you yeah, were then, assistant. yeah. You were assistant. Exactly. Okay. I asked people so many questions of what they would ask. Me. Right. Okay. My first question is: yes. At what age does it matter? What age Ooh. are you like, man? there's going to be a baseball player there, in your opinion. In my opinion, you know, with Nolan, right? Yeah. With Nolan, he has something, what we call baseball savvy, chipa. 
you know. Yeah. And he would, you know, fake throw to second and get a guy out at third. In at, coach pitch? Yeah, no, in, in little. Literally, okay, little, okay. Like majors. Yeah, division, yeah, yeah. You know? So. Uh, Did you teach him that or? We worked on certain things, but a lot of stuff came natural. Okay, okay. So I knew like he had some talent. Were you the kind of dad that put, were you a Dodger fan for yeah, yeah, I'm a Dodger. Okay, so would you put like baseball Dodgers on the house 24-7? No, you'd be surprised. You know what I did put though? A lot of Cuban baseball, Puerto Rican baseball, see? and Dominican nice. baseball yeah. on internet. So they could see how the Latins play. Right. Because here, to be honest with you, a lot of the kids here are spoiled. Right. So everything's given to them. Right. You know, you know that saying, if you don't hit, you don't eat, or you don't get off the island. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I would put a lot of the Latin players, how they play, we used to go to early games to go watch Albert Pujols hit batting practice. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Stuff like that. So, um, yeah, we put Dodgers game because they were on TV all the time. While you're watching that, Fernando, yeah. are you like, guys, you see, this is what you got to do? Are you commentating yes. also, or are you just letting them watch it and stuff? No, I commentate here and there. Here and there? Here and there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I'll, I'll share something real quick, though. One, one of the things I learned when Nolan was 12, 13 years old, with all my boys, not just him, with Jonah, who just got released from AA Giants, and Kuzi, was that I learned from other parents not to be that parent. So, for example, I learned, and I learned this from a great coach named Mike Spears, who was uh, in charge of ABD back then, was that I learned a lot from that, uh, that man. He passed away, unfortunately, uh, that don't bring up when they're having a bad game, let them bring it up on the way home. That's good, man, that's good. Because that way, you can have interaction and tell them, well, here's what I think. Fernando, the, especially in the Cuban culture, yeah. the amount of kids that get destroyed in a car. Oh, it's unbelievable. That's a show, that's a show we could do. Yeah. Kids in a car, just yeah. nightmares that happen in a oh, car. Oh, it's a nightmare, and then, you know, they're, they're. So you were never that dad? No, You were like, oh, the tres veces, no, no. All I used to tell them, coach, was, don't spend my money and give me 100%. If you're doing that, we're good to go. But they have private lazy. Did they have private instruction too, or you did the instruction? Mo I did most of the instructions, okay. but uh, when it had to do with pitching, I'm not a pitching guy, I'll be honest okay. with you. Yeah, I, yeah. I learned pitching because of the lessons I gave them, exactly. because in Little League, yeah, everybody yeah, pitches, yeah, yeah. you know? <clears throat> but that, that's it, really. That's the only really lessons. I took them a couple hitting guys, but they pretty much told them what I told them. You answered one of my other questions, which was, did they play other sports? I love yes. soccer yes. because soccer involves legs. Footwork. You know that for the majority part, baseball play baseball is a lazy man sport. Yes. You don't do any exercise. It's all mental yes. chess. Right. So I love the soccer part. So they played soccer and baseball. Right. Absolutely. Uh, I think I wasn't really into soccer, even though I played it when I first got here from Cuba. Right. Because it was a park recreational thing, right. just to get out of the house. Right. But I wasn't really into it. I didn't understand the outsides or anything like that. I learned that through my son. And plus, you can't use your hands. Yeah, yeah you can't use your hands, exactly. <laughs> so, but the footwork they received in soccer has really helped my kids in playing infield. Of course. 100%. Of course, of course. Yeah. One, one thing that's interesting, especially when you have a kid that's right, Everybody's dream is fourth batter, shortstop, right? right? <coughs> Nolan growing up, was he always shortstop? When did you move him to third base? Who moved him to third base? Well, he was always a shortstop because he had really nice hands. Um, and when he was in high school, uh, sophomore year, they put him at first base because they, you know, they wanted him for his back. Right. So, but we had a senior as a shortstop. 
But when he started playing scout ball and travel ball, they put him at third because a lot of the scouts thought he was going to get big right, with right. the Latin body and stuff like that. So they thought he was going to get too big, so they put him at third. Okay. The Oakland A's actually wanted him to be their catcher. No way. Yeah, but he goes, Dad, I don't want to catch. If you want to play professional baseball, you do what you got to do. You right, know what right, I mean? right, right, right. So it all worked out, though. The Rockies gave him an opportunity at third base, and he, he, he ran away with it. While you're watching, this is, this is something interesting. While you're watching your kid being manipulated position to position, yeah, and him say, "I like this, I don't like this, yeah. I don't do that, I do this," what was your mindset? Were you like, "Hey, listen, you gotta play where you go," or were you empathetic to him? How were you dealing with that? With that, to be honest, I'm a little old school. You know what I mean? So I told him, if you want to play in, you know, varsity, for example, you gotta do what you gotta do. You know, and learn. Let's work. Let's work in that position. Let's become better at the Parents position. who don't know do the opposite. Oh, no, no, you're not playing this field, we'll go somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. Well, the grass is not always greener on the other side. That's what parents think. Right. But it's never like that. You know, there's a saying in California, the cream rises to the top. Right, 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 of course. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and when the kid's good, he's good. Right. They're going to play. If you keep jumping from team, team to team, first of all, you're going to get a bad reputation. Oh, hey, you know, this guy's been on this team. He's got like eight uniforms at home and this and that. <laughs> He's paid all that money and this and that. And um, to be honest with you, parents these days, they want to be so much their best friends to kids. And that's okay, but also be a parent. They, they crave discipline. Let me tell you something right now. You just said, you just made me so happy. They crave discipline. I created, this is myself, yeah. this system to help kids, a three-step system, okay? Right. First thing I do, Fernando, when I step into anything baseball field speaking is, yeah. I set the tone with the discipline. Right. We're going to focus. Right. We're not going to be on our phones. Right. We're not going to be eating. We're not going right. to be drinking water. Parents are over there. When you come, you carry your own equipment. Yeah. So I set the 100%. tone yeah. with the discipline. Yeah. But then number two, where I think people forget, is I'm big into verbal reward. I'm going to verbal word to get you hooked. So I'm going to give you the love. I'm going to be like, Fernando, right. bro, you look great today, man. What are we golfing? Are we watching baseball? Right, right, I'm going right. to pump you up. And then because I got you hooked, then number three comes the player development. People want to skip the first two, do right. straight player development, right. and then give you love. Right. And then the kid's like, I don't know what to do, frozen. And then they scream and they do that. Because there's a saying in Spanish that goes, perro que ladra no muerto. That's right. Right? That's right. So all this barking and to do the kids well, to do whatever they want. What do you see in that, man? I see 100% on that. First of all, all the barking, the kid is at a certain age, only he listens to 5% of that. Right, right. The rest goes one ear out the other. Right. So yeah, absolutely. We actually, in our team, we always tell them, make sure you dress right, show up right, right. carry your own bags, don't have your mom carrying your bag, doesn't look right. And little things like that to help them grow up and right. be a man, you right. know what I mean? Because our, our goal as coaches is not only to show them how to play the game the right way, but mentoring and and, and, um, and loving them when they need to be loved. It's constructive criticism. You know, when you do something wrong, we go up to her and go, hey, this, the only reason you missed that is because you got you didn't get your butt down enough. If you get your butt down a little lower, you make that play 20, you know, all the time. Fernando, we're not teaching kids. The fundamentals. To fail. When? Yeah, this guy's blasting it. Who's that though? Well, that's somebody of your generation. Who's that? Yeah, I don't know who that is. You don't know who that is? Who's that? You don't? No, I don't. Is that, that that's not like that's Queens? I think it has to be Queens, though. No? That might be Queens. That might be Queens. Yeah, that is. Mira, first thing you do. That's just what I say when I speak. Yeah. When you get on a plane, what's the first thing they talk about? Safety. How to get the out. The emergency it. procedure. Right? Out, right. They never go, hey guys, it's gonna be a smooth landing. If it gets weird, jump. Yeah. 
But in baseball, we don't do a week of how to fail. Listen, you got to strike out with faces loaded. What do you do with your helmet? What right. do you do with your back? Right. What do you do with your body language? How do you get out of your head? How do we appreciate the process? It's none of that. Everything is result-based. You hit a home run, I love you. You struck out, it home with it. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, which is... Which is the majority part of the game. Yeah. You know, the funny thing is, you know, Barry Bonds, Babe Ruth, Hank Aaron, all these great home run hitters, they talk about the home runs, but they don't talk how many times they struck out. Mickey Mantle. They struck out more than they hit home runs, yeah. you know? Yeah. But that's, they don't, you know. Kids, the problem is these days, kids see the, like, baseball tonight, and they see the highlights. They don't see the failures of the kids that they had their first or second like that, at bat. Man. I like that. Where like the that. where the the third at bat hit a home run, but he's now he's one for four. You know what I mean? So they only show the great parts. Of, oh, this guy's hit. You know, he's yeah, hit this. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, because that was the highlight. They're not going to show you his strikeouts. You know what I do when I tell parents because social media and Instagram? I go, listen, if you post Nolan hitting a home run. Yeah. Post him striking out. Yeah. And when he strikes out, you don't have to say, my kid sucks, he struck out. Right. Look at my son, he competed. Didn't get him this at bat, right. let's see if he gets him next at bat. Yeah. No, that's 100%. Uh, you just said the right word, compete. That's one thing we use in our club a lot is like, guys, all we want you is to give 100% and compete to your best of your ability. Because some kids, coach, you know, you know how it is, you coach, but some kids you got to push all the time. You got to push, you got to push. And then some you got to slow down. I'd rather slow down they're constantly oh, pushing. Listen, and I think, I think kids that you push are not going to be busy. Yeah, you're probably right. Right? And yeah. as you know, this is what I say. The yeah. world doesn't need more baseball players. We right. need more happy guys yeah. that could contribute to right. society. Right. Absolutely. And everybody's 100%. all playing winning baseball. And yeah. I, I was telling him, there's one of one, Nolan Arenado. This doesn't exist anywhere. Right. That's one dude that has done everything almost picture perfect and anything. Why are we all trying to be like that guy? Right. Well, it, it's 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 the media. It's what they show. So right. they want to, you know, imitate this or do this. You know, my my son Jonah, he was in Double A, Richmond, Virginia, and one of the uh, reporters came up to him and he goes, "So, uh, you know, what's your expectation? Do you want to be like Nolan?" Jonah looked at him and he goes, "I'm Jonah Arenado. There's not too many Nolan Arenados out there." there you know, so he answered him perfectly. You know, he goes, "I am who I am. Exactly. Nolan's Nolan. I'm Jonah. My brother Kuzi's Kuzi. You right. know." We're who we are. Another thing, Fernando, is we're not trained to be humble. As Latin men, yeah. we're not trained to be vulnerable. Yeah. We're not trained to talk about, to communicate yeah. about our issues. 100%. If you scream at me and I don't like it, after the game, I'm not trained as an 18-year-old kid. Coach, can I talk to you one-on-one? -on -one? Coach, you screamed at me. Why, did I do something wrong, whatever? And then you're gonna come and say, man, I'm sorry, I just got excited to the game, whatever. What they do is they keep it inside. The coach hates me. They tell the parents, the right. coach hates me, and then the parents want to jump aboard, aboard yeah. and go over the kid. 100%. And let me ask you a question. Yeah. Uh, has anybody, when Nolan was coming up, did any coach of the Colorado Rockies talk to you not about really. his playing time? Of course no, not. Of course. So he'd be and I wouldn't even question it. Because you understand. <laughs> of course, I wouldn't even you question it. You were going to show me, I, I got a question. My son has been in double A for four years. Can we move him up? Right. It doesn't exist. Right. But these guys don't understand that a high school coach, let alone a college coach, then a is never gonna speak to you. So the quicker we get these they kids to it. speak for themselves and represent themselves, the better it is. What do you think about that? Uh, you're hitting everything around the nose. We believe in the same thing. I mean, uh, first of all, I have a thing with parents. It's called the 24-hour cool-off area. So if you get 
if you are upset because your son didn't play as much and you think he deserves to play, first I have him, I, I don't mind your parents coming to practice so they can see what's going on. Of course. You know, but I always say, listen, if you're upset about something, I want you, don't call me, don't go in the dugout, don't freak out, wait 24 hours. When you're calmed down, then we can talk about the situation. You know, because when you're heat of the moment, oh, of course. you know, you go crazy, especially the Latins. You know, the Latins, they get crazy. And I we have, have that I testosterone. Have we have that testosterone. I have the Hispanics also in, in California, and, and I have to slow them down because right away, you know, they want to get into it so much that it could lead to a, a, a physical conflict. And, you know, we're too old for that. Oh, we need to be an example. We got to be an example. We, we got to be an example to the course. kids. Yes, of exactly. Go ahead. No, 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 go finish, finish. No, no, I was just going to say, and that's one of the things that I preach a lot with the kids is mentoring it. and let them know, listen, even my 14 and 16-year-olds, don't you ever have your parents call the coach in high school and tell them I'm going to be late, I got a doctor's appointment. You need to get your coach's cell phone number and you text them, coach, I'm not going to be there on this time because I have this issue. Right. I'm, I'm staying after school because I got to make up a class. Whatever it takes, but you need to communicate. It can't be the parents anymore. You got to cut the umbilical cord. Yes. Well, okay. What age do you start doing that? I have my theory, but what age do you start? Thirteen. Thirteen. That's I started thirteen because they're ready to go to high school. So I prepare them to when eighth they grade. go to high school. So eighth, eighth grade, eighth grade, grade. for everything. me, for me. I mean, you can teach it earlier, but they're not right. going anywhere. They're just like the kids are not going to get drafted at the age of eleven. So let them play. You know. One question to change it a little. One question I had yeah. when I talked to Nolan was. Why doesn't he keep his hair long? I don't have hair, so I'm a fan of guys that have <laughs> That great set of hair, is that from your side of the family? I, 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 I'm, I'm getting oh, you're there. Doing good. You're I'm doing, getting is there. Is that from your side or is that his bomb side? No, you know, he, he, Nolan, you know, all baseball players are a little superstitious. So if the long hair is working, you'll leave it. If it's not working, he'll shave it. That's what he told me. He goes, yeah. every time I get a slump, my he mom gets a, calls he'll me, yeah, yeah. I got to shave it. Yeah, he shaves like his head and, you know, he just likes that shortcut. Plus, it, you know, in the summer, it starts getting hot, too. Getting real hot. So, all the hats and uh, the helmets yeah. and all yeah, that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the reason. But it's no, no, no. How happy are you when he got traded to St. Louis? A baseball town, a town where finally we're going to yeah. see El Arimal compete. No, yeah. compete, you yeah. know, and, yeah. and, and now you're in the mix. How happy were you? You know, I was happy. Uh, it's bittersweet, I'll be honest with you, because, you know, you, you grew up with a lot of players, right. like right. Trevor Story, right. also right. my nephew's there now, right. too, and uh, um, we, we miss DJ LeMahieu. That guy, I, let's not get into that. I don't even know why they got rid of that guy. Right. But right. Right. Uh, I, I was, it's bittersweet, because you get a relationship. You start a relationship. Right. Right. But at the same time, we're super happy, because he's happy. You always want your kids to be happy. Right. Right. You know what I mean? We're super happy because he's happy. He finally gets to a team that, you know, the Cardinals is a great organization. They have a lot of history, a lot of tradition. Right. So they want to compete. They want to go to the playoffs and hopefully win the World Series. You know what I mean? So that's the goal as a baseball player. It's not just to play every day. That's awesome. But you have to you have to want to win the, the top prize. If that's not your goal, then what are you playing for? Being an immigrant. Coming from Cuba, yes. having your son sign one of the biggest contracts in sports history. Yeah. Talk to me that day of how you felt. How proud were you? Did you get emotional? Yeah. Did you like go run a mile? Did you hit the weight? Talk to yeah, me what you yeah. felt that day. Yeah, I wish I could run a mile. My knees and my shoulders are shot, but um, we're. It was emotional in a way because you worked so hard. You know, the, you know. I, I always say that the baseball is like a roller coaster. 
there's a there's ups and downs, but there's a lot more downs than there is ups. So when those ups come, enjoy them. You gotta enjoy them. You gotta enjoy them. But no, we were very proud of him, all the hard work he put in. And you know, a lot of parents I have to realize, and I'm and I'm being really serious now, is like this is a it's a process. It's, it doesn't happen overnight. It's a process. This, you know, we've been at this since he was 13, 14 years old. He didn't make it till he was 23. And then the contract didn't come till he was 27. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? So right. it's a long, it's 27 years yeah. of, yeah. Uh, or whatever, 20 years of hard labor. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's a process and it's a progress. It's not an overnight thing. But we are obviously, the question is, we're very proud. We're happy for him. It was emotional, and I couldn't believe what was happening to our family. Hitty, he does that weird thing with the feet. Yes. Was that the Arenado shuffle? No. Did you teach him that? Or <laughs> <laughs> no. If he would have done that in the old days, would you know, hey, blue time out. No. ¿Qué tú estás haciendo, muchacho? No. How did you deal with that? You know, I myself don't like it, but uh, that's not what we worked on. But <laughs> we didn't work on that. No, we didn't, we didn't work on the that. The preacher's about to throw, go front foot, back yeah, foot, front foot. Exactly. You know, we, we were mostly. Uh, you know, good balance, keep her head still. If, if you notice, he always keeps his head on top of the ball. That was that. one of the things that we worked on a lot was you got to see where you're going to hit, you know what I mean? So you got to hit, you got to see it. But that is just a loading mechanism for him. Okay. That's all it is. It's just a timing mechanism. Launch angle. I'm, I'm not into launch angle, right? No. Neither am I. Good. But it's <laughs> become the sexiest thing in the world. Right. When we played, there was a hitting coach. Now there's a swing coach that's yeah. bringing science and stuff, and parents love technology. For yeah. some reason, parents, you put technology, parents are like, deal, sign yeah. me up, right? Because yeah. it hides a lot of insecurities for the kids. Because in the cage, we're training, and oh yeah, my son's hitting exit velocity 100, but he can't, yeah, hit, a, in the cage. He can't hit an 82 mile per hour fastball because he's, whatever. He's in the cage. What do you preach hitting, knowing what you know? Because I know Nolan probably gives you information back from the top. Yeah. What do you teach kids that are in high school? Line drives. Where? Huh? Where? Gap to gap. Line drives, gap to gap. We teach line drive. We teach compress the ball, let the ball get backspin, and they'll fly. You know, people don't realize Nolan, Nolan in high school had, I think, five or six home runs his varsity year. He only made, he only made, he only went, he played 30 something games. He only made, uh, he only played one game that he did not get a hit. But he had like 600? 519. But people, you know what people do the opposite now? He'll hit 237 with five home runs. Yeah, it's crazy. But he had 22 doubles. And I would tell him, he goes, man, I keep hitting the fence. I go, don't worry about it. You're a kid. Man muscle will come later. When mass, man muscle comes, those balls that you're hitting for line drives for doubles and triples are going to turn into bombs. Oh, but they don't, they don't, the problem is they don't believe that. You can't teach a kid an 11 and 12 launch angle because all he's going to do is strike out and play three flies up with the shortstop. Teach him how to hit line drives, gap to gap, hit a hard up the middle, and then later on, you know, maybe he could understand how to lift the ball. Would you talk, approach at the plate, a plan? Absolutely. Like, I do, this is what I do with kids. Release Absolutely. point, release point, faster, slow, balls or strikes. And when you get older, can the pitcher throw curveball for a strike? I'm not talking about big leagues, I'm talking about like high school stuff like that. Yeah. What approach do you have? I have I have an approach, almost like you though, but I have, when, when the pitcher separates, that start your load. load. Start where you're loading and think oppo. When you think oppo, I feel that you keep your hands inside the ball. Exactly. The other part is, 
when you get an inside pitch, it's a reaction thing. It's not like I plan to hit this ball. Your mind tells you in three tenths of a second, inside, boom, I swing it. And you get a double down the line. So react to inside, think up. That's what When Nola was growing up, did you always have him with the best team? Was he with the team that was close to the house? Because a lot of questions parents ask me is, how important is it to play against the best competition? My answer was, obviously, I tell parents, depending, number one, on the talent of your son, and number two, convenience. He don't do nothing in today's day and age. If you live in Los Angeles, having your kid play in Pasadena, right. you know, <laughs> yeah. just because it's a different team, Right. On a, because you gotta live, man. You right. gotta, you have other you siblings. Have life, you have, other you siblings. have a wife. Exactly. You have stuff. What's your advice on that, man? Where would you, you put him? I, I think it has to do with the talent. Okay. If if he's not getting challenged, then yeah, you know, you might want to move him. We we used to play. First of all, in California, there's hundreds of teams, right? We used to play with the we used to play with the local team. Um, I'll start Doug out, and they were a very good team. We had Trace Thompson, Ros, uh, Robert Rushnider, who was with the Yankees, and now I think he's with the Twins. We had a really good team. And he was being challenged pretty good, but then we played ABD, and uh, Mike Spears, Nolan tore it up, and he gave me his card, and he was an associate scout with the Braves. So that's when we started getting involved in ABD because there was talent. When we came here to Jupiter, actually, right here, we won the 2008 World Bat Championship, and seven of those kids were drafted in the top four rounds. You can tell you had animals. Right? We had yeah, animals, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And the pitching and everything. Yeah, yeah. But everybody pitched. The third baseman's pitch, the first baseman pitch. It was one of those travel ball teams. Right, 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 right. Very talented. Yelich was on that team. Nice. Uh, Giovanni Myers, Bat Davidson, uh, and some kids went to college that were on that team. So we had an awesome team. But I think it depends. If your kid is not getting challenged and you think he's, he's he's better than he is, then maybe try it out. But if he's not there yet, leave him alone. It's okay to shine once in a while, because right. this game is so hard. So right. if he's competitive and he wants to you know, be the guy, it's okay to be the guy one season, why not? Give him confidence. That's what I think. Give him confidence. I'm a confidence builder. Oh yeah, yeah. Not a confidence takedown. And I'm not, and I'm also not a, Delusions of craziness, all that. I'm, right, I don't right. have a kid that's playing in a mediocre team and say, "Hey, homie, go on, you're so right, bad." Right, 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 I don't do. That. I don't right. flate ego. Right. I try Good. to keep it consistent. Right. Fernando, what's your Good. favorite type of music? You know, I like everything. To be honest with you, I'm, I'm a big, you know, '60s guys. I like salsa. I like. Uh, Who's your favorite '60s guy that you like? The very the favorite '60s guys, you know, I, I like the, uh, the they were called the Roots. They were pretty good. Who's your, uh, what's Beatles, your fa Beatles, Beatles, favorite obviously. Beatles song that you like? Is there one that comes to the mind? Favorite Beatle of Revolution. Revolution. Talk about okay. Revolution. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Nolan's number eighteen. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Why number twenty-eight? That's the number they gave him. The funny thing is, he got picked. He when he got drafted it was on the twenty-eighth of uh, uh, April. He, he got called up the 28th of April, sorry, not drafted. He got called up on the 20th of April and they gave him the number 28. And he's kept it ever since. And he's kept it ever since. He could have got a new number here, but the 28 was available, so he said he kept he's gonna keep it. What age did you know he had? If you could say right now, we talked uh, back, what age did you go? Was it when he won the, the bat tournament here? Was it when he, when did you see it? You know, a lot of people ask me that question all the time. I don't know why, but they ask me that question all the time. You know, it's a great question. you know why I ask question. it? Because they want to go, they want to see, okay, I saw him one day yeah. do this, and I go, he has it. Because what I see is they have what they call that it. That it factor, and yeah. 
or I could mimic it because if, if I train with you, like I right now know you're a tremendous guy for media. You probably don't know it because you don't think of it, but I, yeah. with what I see from you, yeah. your originality, your story in your heart, I'm like, you will be a YouTube sensation. And <laughs> you have, like I was telling Philippe, you have the platform yeah. because you have backing. Because anybody says, well, you don't think I know anything? Look at what I produce. Right. Whether you did or not, you have that which right. puts you on Facebook. When did you see something you're like, okay. Well, when he was a sophomore in high school, and I got to give credit to Austin Romine, who's now with Minnesota, uh, with the, the Cubs, I think. He was with the, uh, the Yankees. He got drafted. He was hitting by himself in, uh, in the cages, and I went to pick him. He didn't drive, so I would go pick him up at practices. And I go, who's that? He goes, oh, that's Austin. I go, oh, that's Romine? Yeah, because his dad also played with okay. the Red Sox back then, the old days. And I go, that's what it takes. He, was, uh, he, he saw Romine hitting. I go, that's what it takes. You've got to do stuff on your own sometimes because I'm not always around. Um, but his uh, junior year, when he went to the area codes, and it took to his junior I knew he had talent, but his junior year when he went to the area code, he competed with the top kids in the nation. That's when I said, I told my wife, you know, this kid could get drafted. He would go for three. Yeah. Did you have the 24-hour rule with him then or no? No, not with him. I, like I said, I would let him bring it up. He would bring, so you would never bring it up? No, I hardly ever bring it up. You I'm should, not, I'm don't not, lie not, to me. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to tell you, it wasn't every time, but I hardly ever bring it up. But he would bring it up like I should have killed that ball. And I go, oh, maybe you stepped out on that. Keep your head on top of the ball. It would be longer. like that. That is awesome. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. but I wouldn't be like, God, you You never told him you suck. this year. Yeah, you never yeah. told him he should go be a carpenter. No, or no. Like 90% of the Cubans do it. Not at all. You never said that, right? No, I never said that. One thing we we... One thing was we, Nolan got to the point like, you know, I used to tell, hey, you guys want to get some ground balls? Yeah, let's go. It got to the point like, hey, dad, you want to hit me some ground balls? When? Yeah. When did that start? That was probably a freshman in high school. Okay. And then I said, yeah, let's go. So I would, you know, I had the time. I'd How many it. ground balls a day? Oh, man. I can't, that and pitching to him, my, I'm literally, I'm bone on bone. I can't throw batting practice anymore. Really? Yeah, I'm dead. My arm is shot. It's awful. I am so grateful that you gave me the time to speak to you, number one. Number two, no, thank you. I think you guys, with what you're doing, I know you're coming down here to Florida now, to Miami. We're going to do a thing with Felipe and you guys together. I'm going to, I want to go to, I go a lot to California yeah. to speak. I want to speak to the parents. I want to speak to uh, the organization. But I am so proud of you, man. Thank and you. so, so happy for you in this situation that now, you're even gonna get a bigger light because yeah, it was great to be in Denver, but nobody cares about Morocco. But people care about Cardinal baseball. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. If you look at here, no, look at all around, the sea yeah, of red yeah, and yeah, it's absolutely. up and there's a different energy. Yeah, you see Nolan Jersey all over the place exactly. too, which I was, uh, you, I was surprised. Which is awesome, right? Yeah. So I, I can't be more excited, more happy for you. Yeah. Any questions for me? Anything I can help you with? No, I mean, I like what you think. I like what you're teaching. I think that's where we're at. Like I said, a lot of my, uh, a lot of my teams, I, I, I hire uh, men of character. Right. You know what I mean? Like I told you before, I don't just hire anybody. I don't want coaches, you know, don't start throwing F-bombs at 11 and 12-year-old kids. You're a mentor. You're a teacher. You know, believe it or not, they look up to you. You know, don't argue so much with the umpires. First of all, they're people too. They're, this is a part-time job to make extra money for their living. Be cool. You know what I mean? You don't have to be a jerk all the time. So. Be careful how you uh, treat the kids. Be, be careful how you treat the umpires. I umpire, so I know. But I think that some umpires are awful. There's no doubt about it. 
But at the same time, we have to realize these are 11, 12 year old Wait, kids. You know what? They should be a law because I umpired too. Yeah. To be a coach, you gotta be umpired. You gotta be umpired at least realize it. you realize it. Yeah. Now, I want you to say exactly what you said in Espanol, porque vamos a decir esto okay. para la comunidad cubana oh, yes. de los coaches cubanos que desafortunadamente llegan aquí de Cuba, estamos emocionados, sí. quieren matar al umpire, la culpa del umpire, el umpire se equivoca en la llamada y sí. se acabó el juego en, 13, en, un, en un juego de 13U, en español. Mensaje para los coaches y los padres. Bueno, el español mío no es muy, no es muy perfecto. Yo me crié en California, no en Miami. Pero, Tranquilo. Pero hay que tener mucho cuidado, como hablamos a, a los umpires y a los coches. ¿Por qué? Porque los hijos lo están mirando. No se olviden que los umpires son trabajadores y están haciendo un dinerito. Un dinerito, porque el abuso que reciben no vale la pena. Pero un dinerito para, hacer, para pagar un bill, para pagar la electricidad. Así que pórtense bien con ellos. Ellos son humanos también. Van a hacer errores. En el, en el juego de pelota, el primero antes que nada, este juego es más duro, el juego más duro que hay en el mundo para, para dar la pelota. Como dice el dicho, la pelota viene en, en una caja cuadrada y lo bate en una caja cuadrada. Así que fíjate que, que dif, uh, difficult, difficult, difícil es. Difícil. Ahora, no lo vamos a decir malas palabras a los padres. No, claro nunca. que no, nunca, porque como le digo, ustedes, si, vaya, si, ese es el problema con los con lo latinos, el machismo. Dejen el machismo tranquilo, señores. Estamos en una nueva era. Ustedes lo que tienen que ser... Una nueva generación. Ya. Yeah, lo que tienen que ser es mentors. Hay, alguien que su hijo puede mirar y decir, coño, mi papá era tremenda persona. Tremenda persona. Eso es lo que queremos. No, mi papá era un... Porque cuando tenga 18, te van a mandar tú sabes para dónde. Así <laughs> Oye, que tengan cuidado. You know what I love when Spanish, you got real Cuban. You know? yeah. English is very bad. Spanish is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, but yeah. it's, it, it's in our culture. It's it in is, our culture. It is. So you see how we go Spanish and we get excited. Yeah. Last thing, tell the people where they can find you, the Arenado name. Are you guys going to do more on social? Talk right. to them. Um, well, you can find me on ArenadoBaseball.com. We also have a Facebook, Arenado Baseball. Twitter, or in auto baseball, also. Um, you can always, you know, DM me or anything like that if you have any questions. You know, if I can help in any way, that would be great. I am not perfect by no means. I've been, uh, I've been blessed by my Savior, Lord, and Jesus Christ, and I just want to thank you all for your time. And if I can help anybody, like I said, don't be afraid to DM me. Listen. I'm gonna check if that's true. I DM'd him before, and I'm still waiting for an hour. <laughs> you know, I did, right? I didn't know that. Yeah, he, he goes, oh, here's my brother's. D I DM'd you this whole really? beautiful I, thing. I gotta check. I, gotta, I, I need to be more uh, better at that and uh, check him more often. All Sorry. right. Sorry. Big shout out. Hold on. Before we let you go, bring the whole thing to Miami, man. We're How trying. do you feel about We're it? Trying. We're trying. We're trying. We're just excited. We're excited to bring Arenado baseball here to Miami again. Like my brother said earlier, just teaching the right way to play baseball and respecting your parents, respecting the coaches, respecting the game, and respecting the game. And we went to, I went to their first practice over there and I threw in my two cents. We have a great coach, Fabian. Yes. And um, I like what I see. The kids are a little behind in, in their uh, development, but it's a brand new team and that's going to happen. Sometimes teams don't get going through two or three years. So when you're jumping teams, your kid's not going to get better. Just stay in there and stick it out. If he's not starting, tell him to work harder. You're a West Coast guy. You were a West Coast guy. They became East Coast. East Coast. Difference between Miami baseball, California baseball. Um, more enthusiasm. Parents are a little bit more enthusiastic. They're a little more into the game. Good word is enthusiasm. I like that. Yeah, you know, you yeah, that's politically, politically correct. Uh, but I think overall, I think if you get the group, the right group of parents to be part of your organization, you should be good either way. Yeah. All right, there you go, the Arenado boys.
coming to Thank you. Thank you guys so much for taking the time. Please, any questions, anything, reach out at Coach HP on Instagram. Shoot me a DM, thecoachhp at gmail.com. If you want to email me, anything I can do, any questions I can answer you, any help I can be, please let me know. I got every single one of you. Remember, at the end of the day, keep going hard, keep doing your thing, and I'll see you in the next one. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.